0: Good morning, welcome into another beautiful day, uh, episode of Zenster, the podcast where we talk about um, Zen stuff and other things transmitted by Relays. Originally this was all started through Nostr. and I was going to do this on Nostr Nests Live, but <clears throat> I started and then I ended up finding it easier to just record the podcast and upload it, etc. So anyway, pure vita, Wabi Sabi. What are you thankful for today? I know there's plenty to be thankful for today. And I just uploaded my yesterday episode, which I forgot to do. I did it all and just didn't upload it. So, two for one today, I guess. Yesterday, we talked about Viktor Frankl and logotherapy and some of his concepts there of discovering meaning in life. And I figured, why the hell not? We're on a, a deep end of the uh, reality spectrum of meaning and existence, and today I wanted to talk about existence, and I'm going to go real deep, um, if you're ready for it, so, Um, but first, as we always do, um, October 26th from Meditations from the Road, it says, it is not easy for us to change, but it is possible, and it is our glory as human beings. Eh, simple, to the point. Um, Not that deep. But deep in existing 365 Tao daily meditations. In existing, fog makes the world a painting obscure. Even close trees are half unseen. But a lonesome crow won't stop calling. He objects to being in this dream. Over and over, the sages tell us that this world is but a dream. When one awakes on foggy mornings... With the mists obscuring hills and valleys and trees and village buildings appearing as a diaphanous apparitions, we might even agree with them. Didn't we see the same uncertain mirage in the hills of Vermont? The hollow of the Yangtze River Valley? The streets of Paris? Don't the memories blend with the dream and turn reality into a fantas? whoa, look at this word. Phantas- more Fan smog, smog or yeah. Whoa. I have to Google that. Uh, the world is a dream from which there is no escaping. In this still dream, there is a crow calling. He doesn't stop. When everything else is frozen in the sep- crawl dawn, this bird continues to scream. Maybe he realizes the same dream. He protests loudly. The ancients hold the outer reality to be unreal, but there is an inner reality too. Some of us do not readily accept the conditions of this existence. We have eyes to see, but we also have voice to refute the existential delusion. I told you that was going to be deep. I didn't know. Um, (laughs) I read it this morning, but I I guess I passed over some of those big words and didn't enunciate them uh, long enough, but um existence right is life but a dream you know the old um row 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 your boat gently down the stream merrily 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 life is but a dream in this dream state or consideration for um simulation theory which is another concept which uh I didn't prepare for but only because I am trying to go down a different avenue, but we'll touch on it. The simulation hypothesis um, that proposes that the process that humans experience the world is actually a simulated reality, such as a computer simulation, in which humans themselves are constructs. There's been much debate over the topic, ranging from philosophical discourse to practical applications in computing. Uh, the simulation hypothesis, formulated by Nick Bostrom, is a long tradition of skeptical scenarios. It was presented by Bostrom as not merely a philosophical speculation, but an empirical claim with quantifiable probabilities. The hypothesis has received criticism from physicists all over the world, and uh, but that is the simulation theory. And it's good, but probably like most theories it um, will eventually escape us because that's what they do we continue to gain knowledge and gain insights until we don't um, comprehend the original philosophies because all the philosophies always made sense once but this is just the modern one but there's a great author pseudoname jed mckenna um, and he offered, authored several books on spiritual enlightenment, uh, which offer non-traditional and often challenging perspectives on the nature of reality and the path to awakening. His works are known for the straightforward, no-nonsense approach, and they tend to cut through a lot of the mystical or esoteric language that commonly is found in spiritual liter- literature. And some of his theories, <clears throat> we're going to go over today because they are very deep um and powerful and in and full disclosure I've only read one of his books and that book is dream state um, and it was well, I actually um, listen to the audiobook and it's really good I recommend that it but only if you can handle it because it's it's pretty deep out there stuff but in this book he refers to uh, the world that we perceive as a dream state or an illusion. He suggests that most people are living in a state of unconsciousness, uh, unaware of the true nature of reality. And he emphasizes the importance of questioning everything, including our beliefs, perceptions, and the nature of reality itself. This is a cr- crucial step in waking up from the dream. Um, one of the central practices that he advocates for is spiritual autolysis. Cis, which is the process of writing and self inquiry involves writing down one's thoughts, beliefs, and feelings in the aim of di- dissecting them and uncovering any contradictions or falsehoods. Um, and from this process, you can eliminate false beliefs. The goal of this process is to eliminate false beliefs and arrive at a state of clarity or truth. Um, and on enlightenment, uh Jed McKenna, the pseudonym, describes enlightenment as a state of having completely awakened from the dream state. It's characterized by a direct knowledge of reality as it is, free from the distortion of beliefs and mental constructs. Um, He emphasizes that enlightenment is an irreversible transformation. Once one has awakened, they cannot go back to the state of unconsciousness. Um, And this is true with other theory like the matrix theory the red pill you know once you awaken to reality you can't go back to the blue pill Um, and this is you know wrote out and mapped out and something like that as well Um, there's also a lot of other good movies that um, conceptualize this as well sort of I guess um, what is that movie Leonardo DiCaprio Uh, inception Perhaps a little bit. It's a little deeper about incepting ideas into your brain and changing your reality through programming of sorts. Um, But Cloud Atlas was another good movie on the nature of reality. I thought that was good, too. Anyway, back to Jed McKenna. talks about destruction of illusion... um, A destruction... or disillusionment. The path to enlightenment, according to McKenna, involves the destruction of illusions and the dismantling of the ego. This can be a painful process as it involves letting go of cherished beliefs and identities. Um, McKenna encourages embracing uncertainty and not holding on to any fixed belief or ideas about reality. This includes all religious beliefs, too. Um, He is a proponent of non-duality, and he promotes beyond dualistic thinking, and his teachings often point towards a non-dual understanding of reality, where the conventional distinctions between subject and object, self, and other are seen as illusionary. Um, He emphasizes the importance of direct experience over conceptual understanding, encouraging individuals to see reality directly, rather than through the lens of their beliefs and concepts. Um, the irrelevance of morality and ethics he talks about and this is controversial suggesting that morality and ethics are part of a dream state and are irrelevant in the context of enlightenment he argues that the enlightened state operates on a different plane beyond conventional notions of right and right and wrong um he talks about the pathless path arguing that there is no fixed path to enlightenment And that each individual's journey is unique Um, so all the concepts and all the philosophy that you read is really the reflection of somebody else's journey and that you are on your own unique path and your path to enlightenment is going to be different than say Jesus or the Buddha's Um, the importance of honesty McKenna places a strong emphasis on honesty both with oneself and others as a crucial component of the spiritual journey. So, Jed McKenna's work is provocative and challenges many conventional spiritual and philosophical beliefs. His emphasis on direct experience and dismantling of illusions and irrelevance of mortality in the context of enlightenment offers a radical perspective on the nature of reality and the journey to awakening. While his teachings may not resonate with everyone, they certainly provide a unique An uncompromising perspective on the path to spiritual awakening. And this is a deep understanding of existence, kind of going back to um, our original reading from today, you know, where it says, uh, We have the eyes to see, but we also have the voice to refute the existential delusion. so is the world a dream which there is no escaping is life but a dream this is a concept that has existence existed in much time but we are so grounded by all of our concepts of this and that all of the things that we've learned to understand this is a dog this is a wall this is a phone this is a, a book this is a podcast you know these are all concepts that are constructed by uh, humans and taught to us through uh, repetition and patterns and Jeb McKenna's teachings are deep in the path to enlightenment that you know we are living in a dream um, and life is but a dream and such a powerful approach to reality I think it's just worth um, talking about today and I encourage you to get one of his books and read through if you're into that type of thing because I don't think this is for everyone I think it's a very very deep uh, out there concept and consideration of reality and understanding and um, it but it's you know it's for those who are you know on a path to enlightenment that want to explore deeper understandings and abstract realities that um, may be foreign to them and I think it's good and I think I'm gonna revisit his book once again I'm uh, I have the audio book so I'll probably consume that one again because these are not um, one-time reading books you know one time um one and done you gotta uh revisit these several times to really and you'll learn something new from each each uh, reading but i think i'm gonna take my own advice and maybe order one of his books i'm getting back into the physical reading i, I consume a lot of audiobooks, but i've been reading the howard bloom book the genius of the beast which is talking about how our biology has patterns and you know some of the reality and the cycles that we go through are patterns that are rooted in our biology. And lots of good stuff there too. And I'll try to summarize some of that and share some of that on another episode. So that is all I have for you today, a deep understanding of existence. And I hope this was a helpful uh, episode for you. And I learned something because I like to learn while I do these things as well. And I hope you have yourself a fantastic day, and we'll see you again next time.